Today on Quarantine Legends, we will be looking into the deities of Mayan mythology. I'll be joined with my friend Rafi, and we'll be listing off the mythical beings of Mayan myth. Maybe with even a few added tales, let's get right on into it. Hello, Rafi. Hello, Kingston. So, are you excited to look into a couple of the Mayan gods? Yes, especially when I don't even know anything about them. Great. Nice to have some background. Let's do it. So, first, we're going to start with It's Amna, who is also known as Adzib which means scribe, or idzat, which means learned person. And to Mayanist scholars, um, he is the old wizened creator god and perhaps the major god of both the classic and post-classic periods. Closely identified with creation and sustenance, Itzadna is also associated with writing, divination, wisdom, and esoteric knowledge. Colonial period records say he was the supreme ruler of the Maya gods, often illustrated with a snaggletooth to indicate his age. It's Amna can appear in many different guises, as a priest or as an earth kaiman, which is a type of crocodile, and sometimes as a personified tree or bird deity. In the Maya book, known as the Madrid Codex, it's Amnot wears a tall cylindri- cylindrical headdress and an or- ornamented back cape. Cylindrical, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> cylindrical, yes. <laughs> Next god is Apuk. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Apuk, okay. Apuk. <laughs> Apuk is a Maya god. Of the dead is Tyler. No, shall we continue? Or <laughs> we're gonna have to start all over again because you can't cut off certain parts, you just can cut off the first and last bits. Oh, wow! One sec. Okay, I'm back. Start at 13 minutes and 40 seconds. So silence for the next 10. Hello, Rafi. Hello, Kingston. So, are you excited to look into the Mayan gods? Definitely. Glad to be back. Yeah, great to have you back. So, I mean, let's get right into it, shall we? Yes. 
Mind you, I am going to pronounce some names wrong. So. <laughs> Same here. Sorry. So, first, we're going to start um, He's known as Adzib, which means scribe, or Idzat, which means learned person. He is the old wizened creator god and perhaps the major god of both the classic and post-classic periods. Closely identified with creation and sustenance, Itzamna is also associated with writing, divination, wisdom, and esoteric knowledge. Some records say he was the supreme ruler of the Maya gods. Often illustrated with a snaggletooth to indicate his age, Itzamna can appear in many different guises, as a priest or a type of crocodile, sometimes has a personified tree or a bird deity. In the Maya book, known as the Madrid Codex, Itzamna wears a tall, cylindrical headdress and an ornamented back cape. Very, very interesting. I hope I got that, all of that, actually. <laughs> okay, so okay. next we have Apuk. So on to the next god. Apuk is a Maya god of the dead and is most often associated with death, corporal decomposition, position and welfare of the newly dead his epithets hopefully i said that right <laughs> in the quechua language <laughs> include kimi death and kizin known as the flat the flatulent one, one. yes <laughs> yeah sorry sorry <laughs> well i mean he is definitely um Okay, continue. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Known to Maya scholars as God A, Apuk is an uh, ha old, old God. Appearing <laughs> <laughs> in late classic period, Maya st- steals. Steals, yes. That. As well as Madrid and Borges. Gia codexes and late post-classic ceramic vessels. So in both versions, basically, Apuk is the epitome of decay. Epitome. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> epitome of decay, appearing in a skeletal form and frequently is in execution scenes. So as rep- representations of Apuk, he is often included in large black spots of his body and probably representations of putrefaction putrefaction yes Yes. (laughs) (laughs) and a large grossly bloated belly and a belly that is sometimes replaced with rotting matter or spilling blood so classic period images sometimes include hair like rough or known as Deathra, or with globular globular elements extending outward, which have been identified as bells, rattles, or extruded eyeballs. And he often has a human bone in his hair, which is very unique, in my opinion. (laughs) I mean, he's a god of death. I mean, having a human bone in his, like, in his hair. <laughs> but, I mean, he's not a human, so why does it matter to him? 
I mean, it's unique to human, <laughs> to human species, yes. <laughs> so, Alpuk's images were often comical with specific references to his... <laughs> uh, <laughs> to his uh, anus and flatulence. Flat, is it flatulence or flatulence? Flatulence. Let's go with that. Okay, so next we have Akan, who is also known as God A. To scholars, is another god of death, but more specifically, the god of wine and drinking, disease, and death. Akan often holds an anima syringe and or is illustrated vomiting both signs of his participation in drinking bouts, especially the alcoholic drink pulp. The face of a con is characterized by a division sign or percent sign on his cheek and a blackened region around his eye. There's often a sign for darkness or night above or around his eye. And there's often a human fever in his hair. Scholars say he's the deity of suicide, often illustrated as cutting off his own head. Okay. That's definitely not scary. <laughs> well, you're way better at this than me, obviously. So, well, that one. Are y'all gonna give me the hard ones? Okay. <laughs> the next god is Huracan. Excuse me if I'm saying it right or wrong. <laughs> Huracan, also spelled Huracan, knows as. H-U-R-A-K-A-N is known as the heart of the sky. So in the Popova we covered the Popova in our first episode. I haven't seen it already. Go check that out. Yes. The Kala'il in the classic period, the god with the ornamented nose. And God K to scholars is the one-legged creator and idol and the Maya lighting god. So, an illustrations of Huracan show him with a long serpentine nose with belly scutes, horny plate, 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 plate. Yes, <laughs> we love a good pronunciation. Horny plates like those even on a turtle shell extended out from his abdomen, and in a single, often burning serpent-like leg and foot. Sometimes he carries an axe, a burning torch, or a cigar, and he often has a circular mirror embedded in his forehead. In the Popovel, Huracan is described as three gods, and he brings together initiated the moment of creation. So, the next god we have is the Bat God, Kamazult. Kamazots, or Zolts, is featured in a story in the Book of Love, in which the hero twins find themselves trapped in a cave full of bats, great beasts with snouts like blades that they use as murderous weapons. The twins crawled inside the blowguns to sleep so they would be protected, but when one of the hero twins put his head out of the end of his blowgun to see if the long night was over, Kamazots swooped down and decapitated him. The story of the hero twins trapped in the Batcave doesn't appear anywhere else, not in the Maya Codexes, or illustrated on faces or stelae. But bats are sometimes labeled 
oh gosh, cock uti suits fires the bat speech. And they do appear in my icon iconography. Iconography? Um, definitely. In four roles. An emblem for some group, a messenger, and paired with a bird. A fertility or pollination symbol, paired with a hummingbird. And as a way being, a bestial form of a personified disease. So on with the next god. Z- Sorry. <laughs> Zipakna. Zipakna. There you go. Or is a celestial celestial yes crocodile warrior and is considered a counterpart of pan mesoamerican god sipakli yes which is also known as the earth monster and he had to be killed to create the earth and is known mainly from the 16th century highland account of the Popova. Zipakna also appears in oral traditions or rural towns in highland Maya regions. So according to the Popova, Zipakna was the marker or the marker of mountains who was sent in his days looking for crabs and fishes to eat and his knights lifting up to the mountain. One day he dragged an enormous pole to help out 400 boys who were building a new house. Interesting. The boys conspired to kill him, but Zipakna saved himself. Thinking they'd kill him, the 400 boys got drunk and Zipakna came out of his hiding places and pulled the house down on top of them, killing them all. So in revenge for the death of the 400 boys, the hero chief decided to kill Zipakna by toppling a mountain onto his chest, which turned him into stone. Interesting. That's all for today. I hope y'all enjoyed listening and come back later. Have a great day. Bye!